Now, yeah, go ahead, please. Now, I was just gonna think on the fly some clever way to segue into <laughs> basketball, but, but at I this mean, point, at this point, yeah, swish. <laughs> and now we're going to basketball. One. Yeah, <laughs> you nailed that one. Nah, man, shout out to uh, the association, as they call it. You know, plenty of professional basketball being played right now in the heart of the season. So I'm going to just boogie to that advertisement that we weren't getting paid for. But listen, y'all, um, yeah, no, nah, there's a lot of di- different basketball going on. And there's some things that I want to tease for um, Big Deal No Thing that we got coming up as well related to basketball, mm. kind of related to uh, wrestling. You know, I, I saw ding, wrestling. Ding, ding. So a wrestling match and then a basketball game broke out. <clears throat> hey, but uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I had to give you a little something. Bro. Thank Go you, ahead. sound engineer. Are you ready with my other music as well? Do you want it for the for your... Yeah, yeah. If if you if you have that music queued up, that's fine. But these scores are coming from Sunday, January twenty second. The Clippers over the Dallas Mavericks, one twelve to ninety eight. The Miami Heat beat the New Orleans Pelicans, one hundred to ninety six. The Raptors beat my New York Knicks, one hundred twenty five to one sixteen. The Oklahoma City Thunder edged out the Denver Nuggets, one hundred one to ninety nine. The Memphis Grizzlies fall to the Phoenix Suns, 112 to 112 to 110. The Warriors actually take a loss to the Brooklyn Nets, 120 to 116. And your Los Angeles Lakers. Um, we don't need no more music. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So that's been y'all scores, scores, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the Los Angeles Lakers. They didn't lose against the Portland Trail. No, nah, no, nah, say it with your chest. Say it, the music was interrupted. I just wanted you to say it with your chest. Go ahead. The Los Angeles Lakers avoided a defeat against the Portland Trail Blazers. How much did they come back from against them? 25 down at one point? Shout out to Pat Beverly looking like he won a play-in game. <laughs> Bro, be the happiest behind the least. Hey, so, yo, Pat Bev, you had a good those, game. Yo, man, I really appreciate that. Come in, man, let me get you a hug, man. You want a new car? Like, yo, you get happy behind the least, bro. So so shout out to all of those. Those are the scores from last night. We got some basketball being played this evening as well. Um, but I did want to speak and touch just a little bit on the standings and how everything is looking in the East and in the West. The East, honestly, a couple years ago, we kind of would look at the East as, again, the Eastern Conference, the same way we do the NFC East. So, and, and then you look <laughs> a couple years, and what a difference a couple years makes. I'm right. going to run down the top six teams uh, in the East right now. We got Boston at number one, Philadelphia at number two. The Buck, the Bucks of Milwaukee are at number three. Brooklyn Nets are at number four. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers are at number five, and then the Miami Heat finishes that off at number six. So, um, yeah, that I didn't want to run down the records and get too gaudy with the conversation because I wanted to jump over to the Western Conference and run down those top six teams. Denver Nuggets is number one. Number two team is the Memphis Grizzlies. The number three team, Sacramento Kings. The number four team, the New Orleans Pelicans. The number five team, the Dallas Mavericks. And the number six team, the Los Angeles Clippers. I know you. Th- I know what you thought. No, listen, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I know no exactly what you thinking. We're twice like, as what, much maybe? from them. No, no, it's not, not the Los Angeles. Like, yeah, the Los Move Angeles along, Clippers. brother. Okay, okay, Move okay, along. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I say all of that to say, out of those 12 teams, give me – four teams that have surprised you or that you did not expect to be in in the mix uh, but are 
So here's the thing with the caveat with that question. The way that it's framed, I kind of saw this, the, those who are surging. I kind of saw it. The, the, uh, what? Uh, when did you notice the surge? At you the end of last season, I, okay, I okay, anticipated okay, okay, okay. it so just being not, Cliff Stradamus. Just to be clear, right. Just to be clear, we're not talking about any play from this season. Go ahead. Correct, yeah. Okay. Chief among them, the Pelicans. The Pelicans right. are you, a four it's, seed. It's documented. I, I said that I saw them being able to be a heavyweight, and I... If I'm not mistaken, I want to go back. I thought I said I, would think I could see them being as high as a four seed. That's where they are. That's a lot. That's a lot of mustard on it. Go ahead. <laughs> Put the go sauce ahead. on. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but I, I, I have, I've, I've been talked about my affinity for them. I don't know how sustainable it is with him Zion playing at the level that he was. Um, but them boys, they, they balling. So I, I will say that let's make the, it three though, just to okay. So me and you can't both go. So the Pelicans are one for me. Um, I will say one team that I did not, I'm just going to be transparent. I thought they were going to fall apart and be trash like us. The Jersey Nets. Brooklyn. Jersey Nets. Brooklyn. Because I said what I, I said. Say Bro- no, 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 no. <laughs> Yo, first of all, relax. But the only reason I say that is because when I be bringing up the Raiders and I get this muscle memory for me to be like, you know what I mean? I got. The you, Oklahoma. Yeah. You, I uh, hit you with the, it's the Vegas. So, Brooklyn. But Nets. I said what I said. I said, I was, I said it disrespectfully, but I, nonetheless. I feel you. I feel you. Uh, but no, the Nets themselves, I thought they were going to fall apart. But they're out there scrapping. and Ben Simmons is active. And looking like a playing, basketball player. Actually playing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, them boys 29-17. Um, of That's the ones up top. The biggest shock to me, I didn't expect us to be garbage. I know we want to okay, be okay. great. Okay, I like I like the flipping of that inversely. Yeah. The people that you, you know, didn't expect to see out of the vibes. Okay. Did not see that. And it's yeah. been a little bit... And if I'm gonna give another one who I didn't expect to be you're about good, to, you're about to you're about to take mine. I know that you are, but go ahead. I might not to take. And I were you about to say the Charlotte are. Hornets? No, that's why I expect them okay. to be good. Okay, okay. And, and and granted, I know Ball has been hurt for a large portion of the season, but still, it's like even when we go to the arena, the product that's out there, you don't have much to root for as far as like thinking that, oh, this is a team that'll. Do something or make some noise. Once he gets back, they'll be getting on. It's like if we catch, if you go to to Spectrum and catch a W, cool. But mm-hmm. it's not you're not going to the game to watch the team win. Per se. You're going because you're going to a basketball game. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's something to do to get out the house. I really thought the Hornets were going to be good. Um, Chicago, you know, I've been on I've been on their bandwagon for That's a, a while. Point. Where's Lonzo Ball at? He's hurt too. Okay, he's been hurt. He's been season. he he came he started the season. Um, I remember when he got hurt. Matter of fact, yeah, I was going to say he started the season healthy, but then it was like, yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm still hurt, y'all boy. It, it's tough. Right, I, I, so I kind of expect a little bit more from both teams, but okay. So flipping yeah. back to you, bro. What teams kind of? Let's start with two teams for you that are performing well. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Went from okay. four to three. Uh, exactly. No, exactly. <laughs> Because I tell you that a little disrespectfully, but I'm going with what you said. But here's what, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give – Right, right, right. No, walk with I think boy. I know what you're doing, but go ahead. So give me two teams that are performing Manic. well that you did not expect to be there. <clears throat> shout out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, shout out. <laughs> yeah, because I've been saving this one. I thought that you were going to choose them, but shout out to Mike Brown, man. Okay. Are you going to give him a sound effect? <laughs> no, I'm bugging, I'm bugging, I'm bugging, I'm bugging, I'm bugging, I'm bugging, I'm bugging. Truly, truly shout out to Sabonis, Harrison Barnes, and De'Aaron Fox. 
like if you really want to be honest, right? Okay. Like, and then you got, I think Malik Monk is out there. Mm-hmm. It's got pieces, but it's not. When you read that roster, you're like, no, wait, wait, this wait, is wait. not a number four <laughs> team. So whatever the magic that's going on in Sacramento is going on, shout out to them. It's definitely some a team that I did not expect to be number three. Rather, I, that's yeah. what I said number four, number three, boasting a 26 and 19 record. Uh, their road record is 11 and nine. So, <clears throat> but let's look who they've played, though. Bro, come on, we can't if, give props. No, not to the Kings, not to Mike Brown. I'm not going to do it. This is personal and emotional. No. So why are you not going to do that to Mike Brown? Why? Because I don't like Mike Brown. What is the epitome? Uh, ladies and gentlemen. He's not a, he, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Let me keep my blood pressure down. Go ahead. <laughs> I was about to get in my Stephen A bag just now. When they play good teams, they lose. They lost to the Clippers. They lost to the Warriors. They lost to the Grizzlies. They lost to the they beat okay, they beat the Hornets. They beat the Heat, but then turn around and lost to the Heat. They beat the Magic. Like I hate they beat the like Lakers. That dissect they beat the Spurs. Good win over the Nets. It's called the NBA season. Right. You're but gonna win and the, you're gonna lose. Yeah, but they they're beating trash teams. Bruh. The they got okay, so they got a win beat. over the Grizzlies. They got like four good wins out of those twenty. But but the to answer the question though, again, it's not again, uh, am I a believer in them or anything like that? My surprise, like who I'm surprised okay. at seeing. Say less. I'll give you that. You feel what I'm saying? So it's not even an indictment on them or, or how they've been playing or how they got to where they're at. The fact of they are where they are is definitely surprising to me. Um, I get that. That's true. Outside of that, on the East Coast, and this is qualified because out of all 12 teams, somewhat to your point, I could see an argument for them. So this one is kind of qualified to the fact of we saw this coming last year toward the end of last year. Well, not even toward the end of last year. When the Rondo trade happened, we saw this coming. Um, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So shout out to Cleveland, of course. The 29-19 and 19 right now. They have a 20-5 and five home record and a 9-14 and 14 away record or road record. So they could clean it up a little bit on the road and tighten up. But at home, they, they, they are they're pretty formidable. So um, shout out to them boys as well out there in Cleveland. Um, it's your third one, right? I got to give one that's out of the that yeah, I thought would. Be I actually want league. two that okay. are not in the in Thanks. the run that you thought would be there. Okay, so my first one is going to be Golden State. Mm-hmm. Right now, they're boasting a twenty three and twenty four record. That's who I thought you were going to pick, of course. Um, had a couple of injuries this year, of course, but we've got to be honest with ourselves. That Draymond, uh, Jordan Peele situation, Derailed. Jordan Poole situation. I hate the fact that their last names are so close. But uh, the Jordan Poole situation with that's a fine <laughs> with Draymond <laughs> um, definitely had an effect on the team's chemistry. They had to overcompensate the first couple of games to show, hey, we're not affected by this. When in fact, it is affecting the franchise. And then to add on to that, you had the Steph injury. And, mm-hmm. and different things like that. So uh, Golden State is definitely one of them. Before you jump off of them, you mentioned um, Draymond said recently in a podcast that he see, sees himself playing a, another three to four years. Do you think that he is back with the Warriors next season? No. Easy. No. Go for it. Who's your next team? 
uh, this team started off with a loss to a JV team, or the, <laughs> they started off with the loss to the to the thirty fivers, the thirty sixers this mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the Phoenix Suns, um, again, riddled with uh, headline stuff that's off the basketball court that weighs more heavily than which out product that y'all put right. on the basketball court to start the season off with, as far as a distraction, and then going into it losing to that that Australian team, um, the whole. Actually, people forgot in the offseason about the DeAndre Ayton situation mm-hmm. and with him and uh, the coach and staff and ex- and the top brass. And then uh, aging Chris Paul or whatnot. Um, Aged at this point. He's not aging. Uh, Bro. Were you a believer last year? <laughs> that game last year that made you a believer? That's when you started seeing the light? Probably that game. Uh, matter of fact, it was it was. When he uh, made dude, you eat your words. It was the game after <laughs> I put him in my top Yeah, that's five. what I'm saying. Yeah, that exactly what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, nah, yeah, bump that dude, bro. <laughs> nah, the transformational things he's doing at the. Did you see what he hates? He's, 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 he's got the ability and he went 24 without missing a shot. <laughs> Now he's still an innovator of the uh, a re-innovator of the mid range. He's still a floor general. He just doesn't have that the handles that he wants to add, the speed that he wants to add, the defensive ability. He's just an old guy, mm-hmm. and which means he'll probably be a Laker in a month and a half. <laughs> speaking of though, uh, one of the won't be seeing one of the main celebrities that I love seeing out there at the crypto arena, and I kind of wanted you to speak to this a little bit. But my man Young Dro is leaving, ladies and gentlemen. Young Dro is leaving the Los Angeles Lakers. Big Cliff, you want to take it away? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you like that? That's what you call. That's a pass. That's a pass. Hi, right, yeah. buddy. That was a quick five and out. And it- <laughs> button hook. If you miss it, Ray Hachimura. Mm-hmm. Because that's Hachimura? Yes, is being traded to the Los Angeles Lakers for your boy. Um, the trade includes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who's your boy? Young, young. Which bro? Called? Say his name. Kendrick Nunn. Everybody, if nobody <laughs> understood the joke, Kendrick Nunn. He's being traded to Kendrick Nunn's actually making his way over to the Wizards. It's going to cost the Los Angeles Lakers not only Kendrick Nunn but three additional second round picks in this year's draft, 2023, 2028, and 2029. Um, overall, I like the move. Um, Hachimara is. A, a big body, but he plays real fluent. He's good with the three, um, and he's the type of young player that we need as a building block to move forward for the future. I believe that this should open the floodgates, and this should be the beginning of what we call a fire sale, ladies and gentlemen. I think next up on the trade block needs to be none other than Anthony Davis. If there is someone who is foolish enough to take on Mr. Glass and his contract, please give us a call at area code Los Angeles phone number lakers give us a holler gene needham boy will be ready to answer the phone i think following mr glass needs to be mr hollywood himself trade him to a team james. that lebron james can be gone nah, let him go to one at this point let him be gone get him to a team he can go to sacramento and him mike brown and Bronny can just rekindle some love out there um yeah you ain't even got to move, dog. Just catch a little flight to the games. You can keep your spot out there in LA and everything. Gucci, everybody happy. I would just feel I would just feel like it would be disrespectful to Kobe if you do something like that. What? Why? The Sacramento move, I'm saying. 
Why? Because Kobe wanted to leave and didn't. They wouldn't let him no, go. No, because that's like a rivalry that he single handedly. And it again, of course, it wasn't a rivalry, rivalry. But that was but, a, yeah. That was that's a team that true Lakers fans don't like because of Kobe. That's why I want to send LeBron there. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh my God! Bronny's not going to be that guy. guy so anybody crazy. who's hoping and thinking that he is, this LeBron guy. James said uh, Every in time an I interview, think I, "I got you figured out, man. You just me. <laughs> all of the women. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa, whoa I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I can't uh, wait to watch this uh, back man, on YouTube, yeah. bro. I'm not it's even gonna, gonna be fun. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. But no, Bronny's not that guy to me. Uh, now, if if we're gonna keep it a buck. The baby boy is going to be the truth. But Bronny, it has the hype, but I don't see the skill set there. OJ Mayo. The end. You know what I mean? And LeBron said in an interview today, though, that, oh, I, there's no doubt in my mind that LeBron, that Bronny can play at any college in the country. And so once he makes his decision, I'll just make a call and, and he'll be able to play at any level uh, at any basketball team. in the co- Bro, you sound dumb. But at the end of the day, because he is LeBron James, if he calls any coach in the United States, he can go to College Nepotism. of Charleston and say, hey, Bronny want to play. And the College of Charleston would welcome him and he would go and be the star and all of the co- cameras in the country would be in Charleston. So <sighs> I'm over it, over him. I'm ready to build for the future. I'm ready for us to be back in relevance, not because he's chasing some all-time records, but because I'm ready to win championships. That is the standard that is set for Los Angeles. Are we ready to divvy out some respect and sprinkle it or disperse it on my man Russell Westbrook's name for the season that he's having? Respect? No. Oh, still disrespect. Our, no, you. But I was going to say, but we can move some of the vitriol off of him. No, we can okay. just let right. let him some just. Some of the disrespect can get. Yeah, we can balance it out where it's not like, yo, he's trash. Trade him. Get rid of him. He's not garbage, but he's not like, can old we stop Russell calling, Westbrook. Okay, but can we stop the Russell Westbrick for That's right what you said. He's not the old now. Russell Westbrick. Russell the Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I'll, I'll give him that. He's he's not that guy. He's not the, the, the trash that he was last year, but he's also not the MVP form that he is. Couple. But coupled with some of these younger players and with people that are actually going to be healthy and actually want to play, I could see him continuing to be that and step back uh, up and being and valuable for the Lakers. Being a good role player. I could see it. Especially if you don't, consider, don't roll your eyes like that though. I'm on saying, the role of player, role, role player. player. <laughs> like I guess if you want to do that. But if you think about it and take a look at the roster, sixty percent of the roster from last year is out of the NBA right now, and that in itself is just like telling. It's so revealing, bro. And I'm ready for them to change the path. Like I understand why they've done what they've done. I understand the LeBron effect and all of that, but. Yo, it's time to make a change. In fact, you should be changing your social media management. Have you ever thought about great marketing solutions? Greatmarketingsolutions.net, sponsor of Carolina Sports Talk, is available for all of your social media needs, all of your graphic needs, as well as all of your merchandise needs. Hit us up on social media, greatmarketingsolutions.net. A little breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. The Virginia Tech Hokies just defeated the Duke Blue Devils 78 to 75. It's always a great day anytime that Duke takes a loss. Yes, sir. So, Duke takes a Duke. Yeah. Shout out to Virginia Tech uh, taking care of business tonight and handling that for us. 
out there. So yeah, Appreciate that's you. a little bit of breaking news. Um, back to the NBA real quick. There's a couple of things I want to see if you're able to because I don't know how nice you was. I know that you told me that you dunked. You used to dunk as far as your hops. You was like that twice in college. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I want to see if you can catch this alley oop. But there was a couple of monstrous, of course, highlights and stuff that we've that have been going on and stuff like that. One uh, particular one, uh, and you know we have this segment, but <clears throat> Ja, he definitely reached back mm. to about mm. 1999 and. Uh, <laughs> Where you reached back yeah, to? About it was it was like freshman year something. Back to something. Reached, yeah, and reached back, and um, I forget who it was on. That quickly, well, uh, y'all gonna have to find me for that one. Be easy. Yeah. You are gonna have to give me the find, but I forget who it was on. But yes, um, that was fire. That was fire. Uh, again, I'm throwing the alley you to Big Cliff because that's not the only thing that Jai's been in the news about. Uh, I mean, him and his Grizzlies right now are what number two. They right are. and number three team is the Sac- Sacramento Kings. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, giving credit to myself because again, the beginning of last, <laughs> the beginning of last season, uh-huh. uh, the NBA season on Carolina Sports Talk, I went ahead and kind of, you know, I was saying what I said. Now I'll give you the credit. Hold as on, well. hold on, no, 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 wait, say, wait, wait, say wait. what you're saying. I'm about to say it. No, I want to hear you. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to give you credit for well, this. Me, I want to hear what you're saying, but go ahead. First of all, I was—I I believe I was defending Jaws' talent last year, but let me finish. Okay. Now, when I brought you to task about correcting or I brought it back up about, like, what you had to say about Jaws, like, when we were at the end of the season last year, mm-hmm. my contention to you was you said give it time and that in a year or so, whatever, whatever, whatever. So you're are you agreeing that you said that? Oh, do you see what I'm doing right now? Are you agreeing that you said that, bro? That I said what? You remember I just had jury duty. Are you agreeing, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Your Honor, could you please instruct the defendant to answer the questions? Um, am I saying that no. I said, are you saying I'm, I'm agreeing that I said job Would you was- you agree that you said, yeah, Jaws' talent is like that as far as a leader and stuff, but they need one more or two more years to really get- to that point or something along those along lines. Along those lines, basically, yeah. And that's is that that's all I told you the end of last season, bruh. That's the only thing I told you. Yeah, but do you remember when we actually made our picks at the beginning of the season? And I and who I picked to come out of the West? You didn't what, last season? No, the beginning of okay, this, this season. season. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And uh, but that goes along with the kudos and the flowers. Okay, 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 cool. Because Go again, ahead, that you get one of those. The original, but you see, that's what I'm saying. I have to take away a notch because I have to I have to give myself some for proving my point right or what I was saying last year, I was like, no, you said give him until next year. I was saying he, they, they, they're the real deal and that they're going to give people problems or whatever like that. And it still played out. Kind of how we both exactly, said. Exactly, exactly, in yeah. other words. Now, I, I, I knew from the jump who Jaw was going to be. From watching him in, in, in high school, watching him at, uh, in college, I knew who he had the potential to be. I, I said it, and I'm going to say right. it again. Kobe, he has a lot of well, Kobe in and him. And AI. I he's, see a the Co- AI. Mm, he's a mix of Kobe and AI. If he can mess around and become a better defender and get a consistent three-point shot, there ain't nobody going to be able to stop that boy in the league. Period. Because he has the dog in him. He has that grit to be able to be a champion. Um, Jalen Jackson seems like he's disappeared from <laughs> a little bit. Um, but as a team? Yeah, Steven Adams and Dylan Brooks is still there. This is Doing thing. work. Right, you missed the first alley oop, so we did like the Harlem Globetrotters and one 
Yeah, bounce it again. One. Yeah, dog. They're doing their thing. Um, and so, yes. And I did also watch the dunk, and it was over. Um, I just added a second ago, oh. but um, yeah, he it was monstrous. It was crazy, and that's what he, that's what he looks to do every time he gets to the hole. And it's just one thing that he's able to do is keep the attention on the the court of play. Of course, with like we talked about last year. His father being this pseudo celebrity new personality or whatever. Oh, that alley. <laughs> exactly, bro. I mean, how many ways? Boop, boop, boop. Okay. All right, go. I'm ready. <laughs> you know when you throw the one off the wall that's behind the basketball uh-huh. court? Yeah, that was this one. It just took a little while to get to you. Now you can. You know what I, was I mean? Like, What's that one? Yeah, as a matter of fact, yeah. it's ironic you should say that. <laughs> Those of you who may have missed it, uh, there was a recent uh, kerfuffle, if you would. This uh, to kind of bring us right in the big deal, no thing. Absolutely, right? okay. yes, sir. Um, the 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 John Morant led Grizzlies are balling. They're doing a thing uh, number so much. Two. So, number two in the West, so much so that it's raising the ire of certain other fans of other players, if you would. One Shannon Sharp, who seems to be getting into it with everybody these days, um, has been a consistently vocal supporter of mr lebron james specifically in the format of their show where apparently well i know that skip has been a lebron hater since his days at espn but apparently that's like a, a back and forth between them with skip being a lebron lover Criti- well, oh, excuse me, skip being, being i keep wanting i keep calling shannon skip and skip shannon but skip. yeah oh skill skill well yeah but um Skip is a LeBron hater detractor, and Critic. your boy Sharp is a lover of him. So much so that in a recent game with the Lakers against the Grizzlies, um, Shannon Sharp must have said something to one of the players or in a direction, and he was right behind the bench, and there was a little uh, dust-up. So, like you said, this walks us into big deal, no thing. Big deal, no thing. Shannon Sharp getting into it with the Grizzlies and one T, Morant. Um, I'm gonna say big deal. That's a big deal. <laughs> I'm gonna also say that's a I big want you thing. To start, though, that's a big start. deal. I wanna, cause I, go ahead. Go ahead. Because you want to hear my perspective. I'll see what it takes. But uh, yeah, I want to. I want to take the time also to research something real quick. Okay. So ultimately, to give you guys the perspective, though, to let you know, and just in case you missed it, um, they were. He said something to the players. It was during a timeout, I believe it was, um, and they started barking at him. He starts barking back. Thinks that, you know, Ja starts getting into his face. Steven Adams is over there. And here comes T. Morant, who also is barking and getting into his face. Um, I say it's a big deal, even though they resolved it. And there were pictures and videos of Shannon Sharp and T. Morant, like, hugging it out and everything. Um, later on in an interview, T. went and was like, hey, listen, man, I'm just telling you, man, it is what it is. Because he know what it is. We from South Carolina, so he already know. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Calling on to Shannon Sharp's uh, South Carolina roots. Oh, but I say it's a big deal just because Shannon Swole, he from the NFL, but guess what? He still could have caught them hands, bruh, and T about that life. So I, I okay. at the end of the perfect, day, perfect. the way that you want it is the way you're going to get it, bruh. I don't care how famous he get, T still from, from, the, from the bricks. Right, from Merck City. Definitely. Yes, sir. Well, not, you know, I'm, I'm not sure exactly, like, where he's from from. But he but repped the Merck, yeah. Right, and then... um. Also, Orangeburg, Claflin size, like we always bring up. So that's my other See thing. So, you? like, does this start? 
Isn't that oh, here Does go. this start like an implied rivalry between Savannah State and Claflin now? Like, mm-hmm. if you see anybody <laughs> from Savannah State, is it smoke for them? No, then, only because, like I said, they hugged it out. The, and, and, and at the end of the day, it's the South Cat roots. The, and he was like, yeah, listen, I know you was what? Like, and I could read their lips. He's like, I know you was, no, I know you was too. And they were like two old guys. Like, right, you would right. literally <laughs> see them boy doing it at homecoming. <laughs> they mad over uh, whatever, whatever. Next thing you know, 20 minutes later, they sharing a red cup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So big, I guess in that instance, I got to change my no thing, no deal. Yeah. That's what I'm nah, starting to really, no as I laugh this out, I am starting to say, think no thing. So the other quick question, though, is um, at West Ashley, um, mm-hmm. even you in St. Andrews, um, during the football basketball players rivalries, mm. who normally came out on top? Or who was the coolest? Who got the girls? Who was the, you know, who ran the yard in, at West as Ashley? As far as football basketball? Correct. See, it was a little weird for us because – all of the basketball players were, were football, on the football players. team. Got you. So yeah, that's I mean. the, that was just, in other words, that was the other thing that I saw when I saw that. Mm, it was like football versus. Mm, yeah, because, you know, both of them always. If you went to South Carolina State, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? If you went to one of these schools that got a football team and had, you know, program, a football program. Program. And a basketball Not a team. program. Right. <laughs> then you know what I'm talking about. But it's always just an unwritten little back and forth rivalry between, you know what I mean, those two sports anyways. Um, like I said, I was working through it, and I'm thinking that it's a no thing right now. But first of all, big deal, um, just on the the arms that this touched, if you will, so like all the way out to FS1 and, and Fox and mm-hmm. everybody that works with, with Shannon, he, it, he spoke to it during his apology today, but it affected a bunch of people where people had to answer for his actions. So that's right. the biggest thing about it. Huge deal also because the way that he handled it and resolved it today, as I alluded to, again, on their show, they they um, they dedicated a whole whatever three minutes for him to have so that he could properly apologize. And me, <laughs> the media uh, mass communications guy that I am, I'm looking at it like reading between the lines and what he's saying because he was emphasizing certain things. Oh, I'm a man of my word, and I'm never too big to have to apologize and say when I'm wrong, you know. So if you want to look at the whole Skip versus Shannon type of thing, that was a Shannon a shot that him. he was yeah. able to get off. But then, so also for context, again, um, he says something along the lines to Dylan Brooks of, you can't guard LeBron, you're too small, or something like that. So Dylan Brooks says, shut the bleep up and then bleep you. And then John Morant said, man, sit your bleep down. So in the midst of that, though, Shannon threw back a bleep you and like welcoming him over. Stephen Adams comes in kind of, you know, he's always with the smoke. Jason Momoa. Always. Right. Jason Momoa's <laughs> little brother. And um, so they little big brother. Right. So they all start converging on Shannon Sharp. And then T. Morant, of course, has to be. That's my name. boy. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. No. What are you, yeah what are He's you? not going to miss that type of prime action. <laughs> knowing the levels. I, I say, knowing the school that I come from, Claflin, and the clout that we chase. Nah, What's going on over there? <laughs> yeah, he's not going to miss a camera, camera shot. Yeah, it's not happening. Now, I will say this to, to kind of call back to your previous point, basketball, football players. I didn't realize that that was like a thing just because like, again, coming from a smaller school where everybody played everything like, oh, you fast? We'll see you in a jersey. Mm-hmm. Pick one. Um, 
But it wasn't until when my crosstown, St. Andrews High School and Middleton High Schools combined right. to West Ashley. And it was a guy that I played with, um, oh, excuse me, a guy I worked with at Piggly Wiggly. We were both baggers. They loved athletes because they would just work us in the afternoons and weekends and then in our off season. And the rest of the time, they would just give us all flexible schedules. Um, but we were sitting talking one day, and I was like, yo, man, so with the, with the schools combining next year, he went to Middleton High at St. Andrews. It's like, yo, man, um, you, you playing football with us next year? It's like, no, I only do basketball. It's like, Oh, y'all only do one sport? I said, like, yeah. It's like, why basketball? Man, I would play football, but people can't see me. I say, what? Yeah, on the field, they see, see helmets and jerseys. On basketball, they see me. They know. I was like. And he had the wherewithal at that age. Wow. In high school yeah. that he liked being, he liked the attention of being able to be seen. It's like football, you can be too anonymous out there. And it's like, yeah. that's a thing. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> And they had that conversation at Piggly Wiggly while you're begging. Literally, wearing the khakis and the green polos, yo. It, it was what it was. St. Andrews Lucky High, West Ashley. Close. All right, you'll be out of there. Listen, our boss was a 70 year old white guy who's just like. And you're lucky. Happy that he had athletes with him. So, companies nonetheless. Time. Next up in. <laughs> I'd have to tell you that story off air of what, uh, how I was separated from that job. Uh, next up, Bethune Cookman University will not hire Ed Reed as their coach big deal or no thing and we'll give you guys some context in a second big deal that's a big deal that's a huge deal that's a big deal if y'all ain't know that was me by the way dog so for those who may have missed it ed reed was announced about 27 days ago as the new head coach of bethune cookman university's football team an hbcu located down in florida uh, they were in negotiations for the exact contract. And in between that time, Ed Reed decided to go and be proactive and start to visit the campus, went to do some campus cleanup, initiated members of the football team, soccer team, and the basketball team to go and do so. When he met, when he went down there, I, I think his expectations were not met, although I don't know what kind of expectations he had. And he talked online in a social media rant you may say on live on instagram about how when he got there he had to clean out his own office um the old coach's stuff was still in there there was trash all throughout the yard and he just overall expressed his displeasure and uh, disbelief in a lot of instances on the conditions there at the hbcu as a result within the backlash bethune cookman decided that they were no longer going to uh, negotiate and that they did not want him as their next head coach. And he's been relieved based on his expressions on Insta still on Instagram that he won't be their next coach. Private school? I they are a private school. And then I, I want to say Daytona Beach. Daytona, yes, okay. sir. And so all of that being said, uh, there's a lot of ramifications we'll get into. But why do you say that it's a big deal? Uh, I think it... <clears throat> It, re it, it reverberates to um, the talent pool of coaches. <laughs> let's let's talk about it. Man. Let's get into yeah, it. Yeah, because we talked about the woman thing earlier. Let's talk about it. Let me get comfy real quick. <laughs> I think it reverberates to the talent pool of coaches that think that they're going to follow the Eddie George and Deion Sanders blueprint of, oh, I got a name and I'm going to mm -hmm. get the red carpet rolled out for me and this and that. And it also speaks to the disconnect of, and I forgot who eloquently, somebody put it so perfectly and, and elocuted it so perfectly the other day on social media, but they were essentially saying like, um, well, first let me say my point. It, it, it also displays the disconnect, um, the financial disparity kind of 
the gap, mm-hmm. like that their perspective of the gap is way different than what the actual the reality of the situation is. So the tweet or whatever it was, the post, it said something along the lines of like um, Prime and these other coaches, you know, arrived on these campuses and realized how much resources and how much uh, funding and stuff that it would take or uh, donate uh, <coughs> donors and stuff like that giving back that it would take. And then, they'll, you know, I forgot how they worded it, but it was pretty much like Prime throw around – them M's and stuff like that when he's talking and you talk big business is doesn't realize the disconnect of a lot of those people that work every day at say Jackson state or mm-hmm. um, not Colorado, but a Bethune Cookman or something like that where they're not even comprehending that level of um, capital to be able to, you know what I mean? Change, uh, make a change in right. other words. So that, and I think again, um, I think, in this in in one regard, Ed Reed realized kind of some error in his ways of how he delivered the message that he delivered, but at the same time, he also had to realize like the job that you accepted again, like it's not all, they're not all going to look like Deion Sanders' path through Jackson State, and even that was still tattered with bunch of controversy and troubling times and stuff. It's not the sweet gig where you think like I'm the Robin hood and I'm, I'm going to save this school as a whole or whatever like that. And I think that realization is becoming very much more and more clear to again, these, these black um, athletes and, and former professional players. Here's what I wish prime had done. I wish that he had done exactly what Ed Reed did but in the right way. Prime went to Jackson State and changed their culture, but he didn't, he wasn't as open with the steps that he took to do so. Um, I think you watched the 60 Minutes um, interview that he did, correct? Mm -hmm. And how he talked about when he first got there, he got, saw the field, saw the conditions, like, oh man, this needs to be fixed. I ain't paying my money for this. Hey, yo, Walmart, it's Deion Sanders, and he used his personal connections to help build that. It's been documented that Ed Reed had that same intention to do that. That there, there have been um, several articles written, including other uh, Edgerin James coming out and saying, "Hey, it's too bad that they're not doing that." Me, so and so, Shaq was one of the ones, other billionaire and millionaires that were ready to donate and and to help change this culture. People don't realize on the front end how much that really is necessary. They hear all these small Outside schools. Outside of capital as well. Exactly. They look at an Ohio State and say Ohio State or even, let's go Alabama. Alabama plays the Citadel. Alabama plays FAM or somebody like that. They don't look and Florida State plays FAM regularly, but they look at those and say, oh, there's just a tune-up game. They don't realize the disparity in even how those players may get to that game. Mm-hmm. How Alabama's going to take these jet or jets or buses, buses that, like nice. they have like the seats with the tvs and these boys might be on school buses headed there realistically in 2023 college football players riding to games in buses that little children would ride now the office being dirty is a is 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 trash but it is what it is too often the facilities the expectation of what's the standard for HBCUs is completely different for what it is for PWIs and power five schools. It just is what it is. 
if you and that's on multiple levels, not just in athletics. If you want to look at academics, the standards that's accepted on that perspective. Now, I'm I don't mind being real about it because I've been in that. You work in it, not in admissions, but in recruiting and stuff like and that. And admissions, right? yes, right. I have I've been a recruitment for the last twelve years in the higher ed realm. I've worked at HBCUs. I've worked at PWIs. I've seen both sides of it. As a high school student, I was recruited and went on visits to Power Five schools for football. I went to HBCUs for football and was like, my first visit to South Carolina State's gym was two weeks after having gone to the University of South Carolina's gym. Coach Lou Holtz and Coach um, Johnson at the time, who was the recruiter recruiting me, welcomed me in, took me, showed me the facilities, and I was in awe. Especially coming from Charleston at the high school, St. Andrews, I was closer to the HBCU gym. And I remember saying that their gym's just a little bit bigger than ours in, in the high school. I'm not going there to play football. And they don't realize that that's the standard and the norm that's set and established. And when these other big name coaches who have these connections and abilities come to change it, it's not that they're coming to save. It's come that they're trying to equal and level the playing field. That's what Prime's message was. All these people say, oh, he abandoned. He had to do what he had to do, which was, was best for him in his career. But he still, a lot of people don't realize connections that he made, he ensured that they stayed there. Although he's taking the <laughs> he's taking the players, but the transport portal is what it is, and we'll talk about that a little bit. We've got one of our guys from Claflin that'll be joining in to talk with us about the state of college football and the transfer portal and NIL. But that being aside, he left certain things at Jackson State for them to be able to continue. Now I do feel like there are some who are going to pull away. They won't get the same national attention, and it will be a little bit less as a result. But he put them in a better left them in a better position than when he got there. Yeah. I w- go ahead. I was just going to say the patience that need that was needed by Ed Reed or the I wouldn't say decorum but like the um decorum would fit. The just yeah, the, to, the, 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 to know how and what to say was actually displayed by you. And it's of course love to all of our um Carolina especially North Carolina and South Carolina HBCUs but you know when when the gig first first started, you had that bad week. Remember, you were share you shared it with the with the um, audience and everything mm-hmm. like that. And you're talking about my um, announcing at Benedict College, correct? <clears throat> so along with the like the logistics of okay, my job and how I was uh, critiqued about my job or whatever went wrong with that, there were other surrounding things where you were like questioning, "Hey, do I want to get do I even want to deal with this with this?" <laughs> and by the end. Um, off of you having accountability for, look, if I want to place myself in this situation, I need to know what I'm getting into. And you saw it through. And then you saw, again, the fruits of your labor toward the end. It was a historical season that you were a part of. Like, and, and there's nothing that could, that's, that's invaluable. There's no amount of money that you could put on that. So the same way, you know, again, Dion, he joins, he comes Puppy eyed to the post game press conference, like, yeah, they just broke into my locker, man, and they just broke into my office, man. And you could hear it in the reporters, like the silence of the reporters. They didn't know what to even say to like, him or what. And it's like, and he's like, kind of breaking it down, like, like almost saying, like, I know who did it, but he's saying, like, you know, I got an idea, like, come on, y'all, we better than this, like we. And he still, from that, still persevered and said, I got a mission or something that I, you know what I mean? A vision that I, that was placed in me. So with Ed Reed, again, it's like, 
maybe it was too loud before he could really implement or sh- start showing his intent or his like, you know what I mean? What his vision what the, was. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's unfortunate. One of the reports that's been recently as recent as today been coming out that they're, they're, they're having sit-ins. The students are literally leaving classes and protesting for the university to give Ed Reed another shot to go back to the table with some, some authenticity and say, Hey, negotiate. We need him here because what he is able to bring to that institution can change the trajectory of not just the football team, but the school, Mm. the scholarships that will be given the attention, the notoriety. When, when Deion Sanders signed with Jackson state instantly, $2.2 million was increased on the worth of the college the minute he signed. Before a game was won, an endorsement was brought, his name alone changed their value, $2.1 million. Since then, that number has gone way up with him bringing all of that attention, donation, and all of that. But that's one of the things. We we were sitting um, with Patriot Patty, and, and the question was risen, why or, or I forget how it was posed, but what makes the HBCUs different from there and how do they the longevity alone? Some of these PWI schools have been playing football for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. We weren't free hundreds of years ago, let alone able to have schools that were ours. And as so many of these institutions that are now celebrating 150, 160 years old, 180, they're getting to this longevity. But again, the football programs are in a different position. If you think of things like, yes, the donations of the vendors uh, of, of alumni is one component of it, but even like the attention and 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 the, the 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 level of players that they're able to get, there's so much that goes into it that has put these HBCUs at a, a disadvantage. A lot of it is again, I'm going to keep it a buck. A lot of it is internal. If you want to talk about leadership and and how poor leadership at the HBCU level can affect the the programs and athletics and academics and all of those things then yes that's that's a reality of it too but for them to not even give him a chance knowing what he can he again he was wrong he was right and he was wrong at the same time for for how he said and how he revealed the truth if this is your squad if this is what you're looking to invest in and to be a part of you don't want to throw them boy under the bus and put them on front street before you can do anything and that's why i said i wish going back to my very first point i wish that prime had revealed some of the struggles that were there a little bit more so that those who were looking to accept some of those other things in those jobs in a similar realm would be better prepared. It, it just would have been tough for him. I, I feel like he was trying to be as transparent as possible as well. I though. can see that. but Especially you know, with that 60 minutes world. video. Right. In a perfect minutes. world, in other words. But you brought up the great point of the power of students and their presence, um, their political power, if you will, when it comes to situations like these and things like that. Similar thing happened. Um, there was actually a Dorchester District 2 school board meeting that went down today. And there was a group of students out there. Um, and uh, they all had T-shirts on supporting one coach, Steve LaPrade, my former High school football coach. Also, rest in peace to John Bagwell, my first varsity high school football coach. Passed away in 2002, and um, I believe it was 2001 or 2002. And and Coach uh, LaPrade came from Somerville High School under the tutelage of um, legendary, legendary coach John McKissick and came over and took over at uh, Fort Dorchester. Is uh, 20 years on the, on the head, pretty much. Yeah, so 2003, um, my junior year. And... Um, <clears throat> so coach LaPrade, 
he actually recently stepped down as both the head coach, uh, head football coach, and the athletic director for Fort Dorchester. He released a video statement that was explaining his decision earlier this week to resign as the football coach and the athletic director. In the statement, though, LaPrade, he spoke about a locker room video uh, that has been leaked or that was pretty much the catalyst of all of this uh, stuff, the, the chaos that's going on. Um, so in the video, it was a locker room video that was recorded uh, where he's talking to players about possibly transferring to another school in Dorchester County. Um, so to preface it in, in his statement, he said, a lot of my guys have been solicited by a smaller school in our County, uh, to play. Right. Um, and, and he also is noted as saying, or quoted as saying, it's just kind of the wild, wild West right now in high school when talking about, you know, student athletes. Um, so in the locker room video obtained by the post and courier, uh, LaPrade can be heard talking to his players. If someone asks you to come to their school, and I hate saying this, unless it's Dutch Fork, you should laugh in their face, he told the players. <laughs> a lot of you have been on social media. If you want to go to Woodland, go to Expletive Woodland. You think Woodland would ever ask me to be their coach? Do you? No, because I wouldn't take the job. Why would I go to Woodland? Um, it goes on to say again, if you don't want to be here, get your stuff in parentheses and get out. So it was probably not stuff that he said, right? Um, <laughs> if you're not proud to be in this program, you have a problem. I'm sick of these little podunk schools. Uh, that's what it says here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yo, yo, no, no, real quick. Real They're throwing quick, in the, uh, like, this is a healthy what show. What the French toast? Like, this is a long show. This is a healthy show, but real quick, shout out to all of the white people out there that figure out creative ways to express their passion. Stupid. I'm not going to let you get the chant. <laughs> but listen, it says, <laughs> I'm sick of these little podunk, and I can hear Coach LaPrade saying, I'm sick of these little podunk schools thinking they can come and ask someone from Fort Dorchester and you might be second or third string here to come and play. Every single one of you could go to Woodland and play. So now the picture is becoming clearer of what was going on down right, there. Right, right. And rightfully so, I will say this. One of the first people that transferred to Fort Dorchester after Coach LaPrade was one Stanton Yarborough. It was like a top recruit or whatever like that. One of the fastest people in the state at the time, track and field and football. And we snatched him up from Somerville. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's, yeah, it's, it's history it's in the past. Yeah, we got some we got we got our first like, well, it was pretty much like our second or third win over Somerville. Because we got him. So it's something that has been going on in high school for the longest. Mm -hmm. And I think, again, he had a Nick Saban moment down there of like, come on, y'all. Like, y'all, I know the, I know the play. You go into my second and third string guys and just wooing them or sweet talking them. You're not going to get the play? Come on. Because, yeah, because they're athletes of that region and of the – and uh, while I'm on this, because, again, this is my coach, I just want to make note of, again, so you had – professionals that he sent to the NFL, Robert Quinn, Byron Maxwell, Carlos Dunlap, um, and John then Simpson. John Simpson, a number of others that have gone off to play college football, of course. Um, the guys that were in my class, uh, as far as like your Paul Cianciolas, who went to Penn State, Darrell Barry, who went to Clemson. My best friend, Levi Bennett, went to Newberry, went on to play Newberry. He's a Hall of Famer at Fort Dorchester to this day. So the guys produced great quality men. Um and I, so I just wanted to say all of that <laughs> to just say big deal of the thing. 
<laughs> this old cart before the horse. Eggs blackly. Nah, but yeah. Um, very clearly by all of the points that you elocuted, a big deal. That's a big deal. I don't need to ask because I know where you stand. But I, I I I echo that. He is a coach. When I would at this point in his career, I would put him in the top five in the state, period. Top three in the state. Mm. Um Coach Stackley is still coaching down there. And I think, I think I, so. and then Coach Brown was at uh, Berkeley, I want to say, but those two names was like the big boy names, like the heavyweight, long term. Yeah. My fault. So like, he is who he is. His winning championships, having been to one as recently as last year, twenty twenty two, and then the number of players that he has put into the National Football League, who are Super Bowl, Pro Bowl, championship winning players, and then all around great guys like yourself. Who he is has been reflected. Like you said, he had a Nick Saban moment where the frustration of the schemes and the politics, politics. of football the got to him. The unwritten culture of it. Like, like yeah. we know you're going to do it, but y'all don't bring it to me. Y'all dogging me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, let me live. Like, y'all go. Like, And so I understand his frustration. We still got to get our hands on that video, dog. Got to. And <laughs> we can find you, it, too. <laughs> now that you heard what's been... Yeah, I got to see how you see. Because you could tell, again, to your point, at that point, he was frustrated. And that hadn't that that was just a breaking point. That wasn't, exactly. this is just starting. This wasn't, oh, we're in the middle of this thing. Let's stop it before it gets crazy. That was a breaking point for him. Like, I'm sick of it! Because he addressed the whole team. You mm-hmm. can get... You know what I mean? And there's been... with Whatever sports that you have played at whatever level... There have been moments that go down in the locker room that you wouldn't dare let leave that locker room. At all, whatsoever. And it, it, a number of moments. And I'm talking about the only way that certain people can be motivated sometimes is, you take, for instance, if, if you got a football team and half of that team don't have fathers at home and stuff like that, depending on where you... So, again, it's just different leadership styles and coaching styles, but everybody, that's, especially people that play football, if unless you've played under Tony Dungy, or something like that your whole life. like, And even Tony Dungy probably behind closed doors might, you know what I mean? Not even closed doors. He's in trouble now for some stuff he said about oh, yeah, uh, yeah, LGBTQ. Yeah, that, and, the LGBTQ yeah. stuff. But you know what I mean, though, as far as with communicating with men to get them to do a specific task on the field or to, to get everybody on this program to go in one direction, it's going to take some... It don't take that fluffy stuff. You got to take off all of the fluff, cut off all of the fat, and get straight to it. Like, yo... 2022, we lost Coach Spurlock, um, who was my high school football coach. He was the athletic director at St. Andrews. Condolences. Long-term, really great guy. Coach Spurlock had this thing where if you missed a block, if you missed a tackle, if you dropped a ball that you should have caught, get over here. And when he said get over here, you knew exactly what that meant. He was going to cock back and punch you dead in your face mask. Now, you would have your helmet on. If you didn't, you know you needed to put it on. And when you went to him... He, he was going, going and, and you had to give a little give. And if you didn't, like he pulled, he, I missed a catch one time coming over the um, over the middle, dropped the ball. Coach, get over here. I knew what he wanted, put my helmet back on. And he gave it to me, pause, and I didn't give a little bit. He pulled me by my mask. Hey, son, you got to give me a little give on that, okay? I got you. All right. Now get back in there. And, and that's who he was. Now, in this day and age, and I hate that I'm doing this again, but I don't really care. We're the old men. I'm old. I got a head full of gray at this point. These kids are soft. 
the fact that someone was there recording recording in the first place is Man, trash law violation locker room violation i don't want you on my team no Yo, more if, as a if, teammate I, yeah as a locker room teammate, violation i don't bro. want you on my team no more bro because you're childish and you're not focused towards the goals that we have which is being the best version of a football team that we can be you're not useful and so if that in the first place the second fact that so many people are in an uproar i don't find any error with what he said maybe in how he said it mm-hmm. i can get that but it's a coach talking to his players in what's supposed to be a protected and sanctified, not sanctified, but in the sanctity of a locker Bruh, room. He says, uh, well, go ahead with what you're saying. I'm sorry. And go so, ahead. no, not, it, it, it's, Cause he, he's it's a violation. Saying the, in, in his statement on Friday, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually no, go watch ahead. that as well, like his response video. But in his statement on Friday, he said, called the locker room a sacred place for me. And, and, and for coaches and was, players. I'm sorry. A video was taken in a very sacred place for me, my locker room. There's a lot of things I say, kids say, other coaches say in the locker room that are not something I would want on the 5 o'clock news or anywhere else. I was trying to explain to my team that we always stand together to not let anything break us apart. So. Imagine being in a therapy session and somebody has a boom microphone and a camera, peeks in. And no, give it more authenticity. Authenticity. Your therapist is recording you secretly. Got, got her phone or whatever, and and, then, and the tapes are leaped out. And you you pouring out your heart. Come on, bro. That's and your to job me, holds it against you. That's the equivalent to that for me. And it's trash that he is gone. And I don't. I'm not upset that those kids are, are doing whatever protest. He should not have been fired, or I say fired. He resigned. I understand why, but it's trash, and they need to get Any that parallels? man back his job. All right. You want to take it there? You want to Go take ahead. the show there? Go for it. Woman's show, yeah. Any <laughs> any parallels to uh, Donna Sterling? Yes. Mm, talk about it, Cliff. Now, if we're going to keep it a buck. And yeah. it's, it's gonna be, if we're going to keep it a buck, he was in what he felt was the sanctity. Now, we can feel how we feel about his what views and what was said. Right. But ultimately, he had to give up his team behind something that he thought was in the a sanctity. breach of privacy. I'm not mad at that. Now, you being a racist is a whole separate. <laughs> right. But yeah, it I is mean, parallels. If, but if there are, the, the levels are very much still there. And see, a lot of folks would be like, no, it's not the same. It's literally the same. It's the exact same. And if we're going to keep it real, like, I, I don't ever mind. Like, people be like, oh, you talking about this team being trash. My team trash. I don't mind telling you that. Let's keep it real. If we gon if we gonna be with it, let's be right. about it. And so there are a lot of parallels to that. Now again, I think with him it was because it exposed more so his views. In this instance, I have there is nothing wrong with his views. Mm-hmm. It, 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 that's a reality that every coach who is of it's his a, weight or salt or any value mm-hmm. has to face. It's a pro Fort Dorchester stance versus it being a, a grant. He he did name drop. But it's a pro Fort Dorchester stand. Like again, the what he had to clean up in that Friday statement is pretty much what he was saying. It's like if the um, Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan says something, uh, or let's just say Kyrie. Let's just take Kyrie. <laughs> I don't want to just take Minister. Take Kyrie. <laughs> a lot of times Kyrie says like, "What I'm saying is, I'm trying to." For my people, and right. then people painted as no, it was it was a shot at them. No, right. I'm uplifting my people, right? And you can lift up without it being a shot at somebody else. My light doesn't no. get dimmed I mean, by other people's light, right? And it, but in understanding that again, it at the end of the day, he didn't expect to be that 
you know, any of that would be leaked. In other words, he thinking that he talking to my boys, I'm talking to my team. So I'm talking to young men who have trusted me to lead them, not to that's gonna put me out on social media. Me. Yeah, that dog is it's a travesty. What was done to Coach Lepre, bro? I'm period. Like I appreciate you letting me get you know speak that piece again because like like I said that you know those 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 guys. Uh, I think it goes um I think it's overstated and take it for granted a little bit uh the humanity for a lot of those men and how good of men they are cuz you hear so many stories about whatever the salacious scandalous gossipy stuff about high school coaches and stuff like that um you know whether it's whatever crazy the craziest of crazy things but when you have gentlemen that lead majority of black men mm-hmm. or a good amount of black men and there's not a stain on their record for decades and decades and decades. You know who it's is. It's commendable to some point. Yeah, to some degree it's commendable. Of course, we would expect you to be, uh, you know, a person of dignity and stuff like that, but it's commendable that, you know, it's not the other way. Like, I can't say the same for John McKissick. Granted, but the time frame that he was coaching through, I know that he, he as a man probably has changed from mm-hmm. 1950, 1960, 1970, 1980. He changed throughout the time. So cool. But like I said, just playing for Coach LaPrat, I know the, the quality of man that, that I was getting and that he just really cared about the young men that he was coaching, honestly. And, that, and at the end of the day, Fort Dorchester is going to be worse off as a result. And that's what and a those lot of those future generation of men the school board meeting are going to miss out. On, on having him as a leader and as a coach. it's It takes a lot to be a leader of men. And I'm not saying that as like men, like men, men, but leader of people. And in sports specifically, to be in a position where people trust you and, 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 and you have that it necessary to not only lead them, but lead them towards greatness and plant seeds in them, that's something that that, that is overlooked far too easily and how, like, oh, this year this coach is gone, this coach is gone, that coach is gone. And not just in high school, not just in college, not just in pros, not just in football, but in sports, period. It's it's something I think people take too lightly and take for granted that we we got to be mindful of. If you are entrusting, and I will specify it with young adults, if you're entrusting them with not just coaching them, you're entrusting them with their lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then on the level – that it is at down there, as mm. your Fort Dorchester's, your Somerville's, yep. your um, Stratford's. It is, it is, uh, it's like a mini college program. Um, those those type of institutions. So again, Different. like we talk about these transfer things and stuff like that. That those conversations that are going on. That's what these coaches are literally going into the living rooms and 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 getting across is that I'm going to be taking care of your child. You know what I'm saying? So and, and those again, those conversations, those kind of recruiting things are happening under you know, under the table where they're not supposed to be happening. And at the end of the day, Woodland's trash. But I mean, <laughs> let's keep it a buck. Like you said, I, was they are who they are. Like you said, was he, was he not accurate? Oh, like Out there in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's what I'm saying. That's the main reason I got to even hear the video because I want to hear if I was saying that correctly. If y'all got the video, anybody out here listening to Carolina Sports Talk Land, y'all send it, a, send it to us. Let us check it out, man, and, and we'll give you some insight and perspectives on it as well well bro we two hours in this thing deep man uh youtube i hope y'all are happy with it um just before we go we do want to talk about it we've been letting you guys know the youtube is dropping soon so uh this week we will have it rolling 
TikTok will be having some quick takes from us as well. If you have any sports take, in addition to the Carolina Sports Talk line, Cliff at carolinasportstalk.net, hit us up on the TikTok. Let us know what you think. If it's a quick reaction to a sporting game that's going on there, we'll be monitoring it, and you'll have some feedback from yours truly, from DJ Highstar, from all of the Carolina Sports Talk family of contributors, including from all of our other Crux Media shows as well. So keep your eyes open for that, and we'll have that coming to you guys soon. But we appreciate all that you've been doing. Make sure you stay linked up with us on the Facebook page, Carolina Sports Talk Talks Back, all the social media, Carolina Sports Talk on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and soon Twitter. We'll see. But anything you want to highlight to people before we go, dog? Uh, <clears throat> Amy, uh, just wanted to let you know, I would put in the order already for your Carolina Sports Talk show uh, shirt so that by the time next holiday season comes around, we could go ahead and, you know, take the pictures. Matching say, shirts. Send those, send those postcards out. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to y'all. What? Bro, <laughs> what are you talking about, man? <laughs> I ain't got nothing else, man. We appreciate you tuning in. Next time, tell your smart speaker, play Carolina Sports Talk. YouTube, we see y'all out here. You can hit us up on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok at Carolina Sports Talk. Be a part of the show on Facebook groups. Carolina Sports Talk talks back. Until next week, peace.